21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. So William, what are some uh, common uh, maturity issues uh, that companies face with their data? Well, I think first is the realization that data is important to their business. And this isn't a business of 10 years ago when all you need to do really was execute your business, sell your product, market your product, etc. Do all that kind of blindly, but you know, execute, operate your business, do the transactional part of your business. Uh, that's okay. Of course we need that. Of course that is the foundation of the business, but you got to go up from there into the data and listen to your data and understand what it's trying to tell you to do better as a business. So that there's a feedback loop that's born of data that comes back into the business and improves the business, improves the sales, improves the products, improves every aspect of the business. That's the first step. When you say feed, feedback loop, can you go more into details? What kind of feedback loop? Are we talking about a specific software or analytics? Yeah, analytics. So if you're collecting all your data, including customer data, sales data, product data, geography data, sales, uh, supply chain data, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're collecting all that data and you're analyzing it and you listen to it, it will speak to you and tell you about which areas, which regions are, you know, selling more of what product, which regions need a little bit of help and what kind of specific outreach that you need to have to those regions, et cetera. And not just regions, but all the way down to customers. A lot of us have some really high value customers out there. And we really need to understand that customers are different. They're not all the same. We can't treat them all the same. So which customers do we treat differently? And how do we treat them differently? And considering all that, even a small mid-sized company will probably have a good about, you know, 10 different profiles of customer uh, interaction that they need to have. Well, how do you, you don't develop that without having the data tell you about the different breakouts because customers tend to fall into logical groupings in terms of how they behave with you as a company. As there are more and more data, especially in the last five years, 10 years, uh, what do you think are the biggest challenges in data management today? So, for a small to mid-sized company, I think some of the biggest challenges are understanding that there's no one size fits all anymore. Even for that level of company, you can't just put all the data into one database and that's it. We're done, we can do all the operations that we want on that data. What you find pretty quickly is that databases, even if they're up specified and, and you, know, you put a lot of money into the infrastructure of that database, it has its limitations. And usually the traditional databases are great for operating your business. 
but then you learn that you need to be capturing that data and analyzing it in a separate database that's geared towards that, geared towards what we call analytics. And so that is where you would keep all your historical data. You don't want to bog down your operations with all of that data, but you need a place to keep it so you can analyze your data over time. And some of us call that a data warehouse or a data mart or just an analytics database, but another place for that data. And accepting that is one of the hallmarks of maturity and, and something that you need to understand at some point in the maturity of your business that you need in order to do this type of you know analysis of your business. At the beginning, you, you, you told me data is important to business, uh, not only on transaction level, but we need to listen to the data. So if you can speak a little bit more about that, that would be wonderful. Yeah, I think one of the, uh, one of the things that uh, people need to think about is that IT is not a cost center. It's not just something that you throw at X percent of your revenue at and it takes care of, you know, the lights being on or whatever. You know, it's actually an enabler. It's an enabler for your business if you use it right. And all the wins you're going to have in the future in marketing, sales, product management, your supply chain, on and on, they're going to come from data. So no matter what business you're in, you are in the business of data. It is the new way to do business and it is the efficient way to do business. So over time, inefficiencies, as we all know, get pushed out of our processes if we want to survive, you know, if we want our business to survive. And this is one of them. So you cannot continue a business chasing your tail, doing the same things over and over again. You have to incorporate the new processes and what the technology is providing to you. And that starts with really understanding what the technology is providing to you and making a match with the goals of your business. And almost inevitably, that means that you need and analytics today. Now in the future, not too far in the future, by the way, there's another wave that's going to transcend us as analysts doing analytics on our own data. And that is the wave of artificial intelligence. And artificial intelligence needs a lot of data to come up with great algorithms, algorithms that work, that not only automate a lot of the processes of our business, but take our business in places that we could never think of because artificial intelligence can do that. Now, I think a lot of people may be thinking, well, I've got you know some data over here, some data over there, it may add up to a terabyte or something like that. So you know, why is this important to me? Well, also don't forget that you have access to, we all do, we all have access to a wide variety of data out there. And that's, there's data in the so-called syndicated or third-party data marketplace. That's, that's ours. We can buy that data. If we can utilize that data, it's there for you. You just have to think a little bit broader about this notion of being a data-driven company, being an analytics-driven company, and the data is there for you. And then I also encourage my clients, anytime that they are looking at new processes, new ways of doing things, any new project, new initiatives. Think about artificial intelligence. First, you don't think about it. You think about, well, you know, doing it the old way, the analysts are gonna analyze the data and so on. They're gonna have that feedback loop back into the operations of the business and so on. But 
consider what are you trying to get at? And this is one of the this is one of the hallmarks of maturity. This is one of the barriers really to success in business, which is getting beyond the idea that, oh, I'm here to produce reports for the business, or I'm here to do X, Y, Z for the business. Well, what's that next level up from what it is that you're being asked to do or what you think you do? You're not producing reports just for the sake of it. Nobody needs that. They need it for something. So go beyond that. Go beyond that all the way to what I say, ROI, return on investment. How are you getting return on investment ultimately out of the thing that you're doing? And so I always ask practitioners in the field, so are you, what are you working on today? And how does that lead to return on investment to your business? Because there's one of two ways. You're either producing more revenue, profitable revenue, hopefully, or you're reducing the expenses of the company. So which is it that you're doing and how are you doing that? How are you a cog in that overall process? Because a lot of business comes back to good old return on investment. You're trying to produce that. Now, now before I get to all the arrows here, a lot of the return on investment is longer term. I get that. It's more strategic. You want to break into new markets. You got to, maybe if you're a startup in tech, you got a few years to produce, you know, profitable revenue. I get all that, right? But it all comes back to something where you're trying to drive value. So ROI may be a little bit too abstract for you, depending upon where you are. A lot of people in government will tell me we don't use that measure, but there's something, there's something there that you are measuring. And I wanna be sure that everybody, really not just in technology, but in all aspects of the business, know how they are funneling their work into those goals of the business. And when you do that, getting back to artificial intelligence, when you do that, you find out that, well, artificial intelligence may be helpful here. I always start with, well, what can we automate? Anything that we can think of that takes us about a minute, you know, to think about and act on, it's really a candidate for artificial intelligence today. And that minute will grow in time over the course of time. And it'll probably go, grow pretty quickly because these algorithms are developing rapidly. And what they can do compared to humans is just unimaginable almost today. And it's only going to grow exponentially in its capability. And really, it's up to us as business owners and people that want to champion our own businesses to understand what that what that uh, uh, technology can do for us as a business. And it all starts with data. So you got to get your data act together. That's what I say. Get your data act together. Get all your data collected. Make it well performing. Make it to a data quality standard. Make sure that people know it exists and where it is and how to get access to it. Make sure you have modern tooling on that that provides you so much extra than just kind of basic query so that you can get your dashboards, you can get your KPIs, you can get all of this stuff as well. And you really, you have to go through that analytics phase before you're ready for AI. But the good news is you can go quickly. You can go quickly as long as you keep that focus on becoming more data-driven, which is what this is all about. Let's say, you know, I've sparked an idea or you, you got an idea somewhere that you need to be more data-driven 
do more with your data, get your data act together and so forth, uh, and you kind of wade into this world, you're going to find out that your business is already running using databases. And that's great. And if that's working, great. But if you want to add these analytic structures to your operation so that you can actually do analysis, so you can prepare yourself for artificial intelligence, keep that historical data, have a place for query that doesn't impact your operations and so on, you're going to find that there's a lot of terminology that you need to be aware of. One of the main things is a data warehouse. Now, this is this has been around for my whole career just about but you know some people are still just getting into it or just shoring up what they have in terms of that now that's a database just like you had databases running the business but it's a different kind of database it's a database that's more geared for actually querying the data and you would probably design the data in that database differently than the operational design and i won't get into all the specifics of it but that's one of the things that you want to do to an analytic database like a data warehouse. Now today, you also have this terminology called the data lake. And it's similar in concept in that it's a collection point for data. Now what's changed is over the past five to 10 years, it's not just the alphanumeric, which means you know characters and numbers based data that's interesting to the business. It's also all forms of what we call unstructured data, which is video, which is audio which is things like meter reads or sensor reads can you imagine your warehouse if you have a warehouse all the sensor reads that are happening in that warehouse and maybe you're an online business like linkedin has something like 10 million what we call events a second a second and now, I'm not saying that they're fully optimized around, you know, analyzing that data and improving their product as a result. There's a lot of subtle things in there, a lot of needles in the haystack in there, but they are analyzing all of that data. Now, they're not necessarily restoring all of that data, you know, in the data lake, coming back to that concept. The data lake would be for this unstructured data, by the way. And so it's, they're not necessarily storing all the data, but they're gleaning value out of that data as it occurs. So they're improving what they're showing you. Now, LinkedIn, they're pretty conservative. They're not gonna change the, you know, the format of it just for you. But you consider a company like eBay, eBay never shows the same screen twice. Uh, Amazon, always promoting different products on the home screen that it thinks will be interesting to you. And it's doing all this. They're all doing all this based upon data. Can you imagine Amazon, you know, surviving without any kind of, you know, great personalization to it? You know, we have to go there and we have to search around and there's no reviews, you know, <laughs> that would not be the Amazon we've come to, to utilize and make one of the biggest companies in the world, right? So, all of these companies are based on analytics. And I think that even if we're not in one of those companies, that we can learn from them. We can learn from them as you know, leaders, as companies that are out there ahead of us in many ways, doing things that you know, there's a knock-on effect on what, in terms of what we all do, no matter what kind of business we're in, even a small retail operation, you know, small relatively speaking, right? Can, can learn from that and can do things a little bit differently based upon that, again, based on data.
because that's where the economy is headed. The companies that are better at data, and this has been proven, the companies that are better at data, that have higher data maturity, and one of the things I do, by the way, is measure an organization's data maturity. A companies, that, companies that are better at it are better at what they do in the marketplace. They are the leaders in the marketplace, and oftentimes it's not even close. So I worry about companies that are a good, you know, five years behind those leaders in terms of what they're doing with their data because they have a long way to go to catch up. Maybe their analytics is pretty shallow. They're all doing it, right? We got to figure out, you know, any big operation, you have to figure out, you know, where to allocate resources. But if you're still doing it based upon the most, uh, the highest paid person's opinion, which we call hippo, if we're still just doing it based upon opinion, no matter where it comes from, then we are going to be challenged uh, in our business approach to the market because there are others out there that are using data. Maybe they're using some, you know, lot, lots and lots of data and they're bringing, they're learning to bring it all together. We're all still learning, no doubt. But, you know, the leaders are learning to bring it all together and create subtle changes in the business. If we're only looking for the big changes, of course, look for the big changes, but that's not enough. You have to look at smaller ways to create uh, personalized outreach to individual customers, smaller features that you might want in the next product, smaller ways to change the pricing of your product, or maybe just things that you can bring back into the sales process so the sales team is more empowered with watch out for this, watch out for that. You know, things that aren't gonna happen every day, but it all adds up. And it's not hard when you become a data-driven business. When you start capturing all your data, making it all those things I said before, you know, performance, high quality, everybody knows where it is and all that sort of thing. So once you're doing all that, you got the data there, it becomes second nature. And that's how these leaders in their industry we're talking pharma, insurance, retail, consumer goods, healthcare, on and on. Leaders in those industries are leaders in data. That's what you find. I, I talked about ROI earlier for a reason, and that is because that is, again, what it's all about. But data, being data-driven, and getting your data act together, get, doing all these things that I'm talking about actually does drive ROI. So if you're thinking, well, how can I get started? How can I justify even thinking about, you know, some of these things about doing something different with our data and so on? I say, look to ROI. Look to what are some of the challenges that you're having driving more sales? What are some of the challenges that you're having reducing expenses and see how having more data available might help those situations. Are people rummaging around for data 80% of their time? You know, this is typical actually. People rummaging around for data and then they have to create data on their own, maybe Excel spreadsheets. That's obviously just gonna be for them. You know, they go through the effort, but it, it stays with them, you know, and it may be different then the sales guy in the next uh, cubicle doing his own, you know, spreadsheet over there. And it's different, different calculations, 
you know, maybe there should be a consistent way to do customer lifetime value. So we're all on board. Maybe there should be a specific way to understand, you know, what is a customer's lifetime purchases and how we value customers and what tier they're in, et cetera, like that. So that each individual salesperson is not out there doing that on their own, for example. So look for challenges in the overall process. Sometimes it's trying to eliminate a negative uh, in the business. Like maybe you were a victim of fraud or here's the one that happens these days, data breach. Maybe your company has been a victim of a data breach or maybe a company that you're close to that's near you, maybe a supplier or maybe a competitor and you fear that it may happen to you or may happen to you again. And that's when you look into your data and you, anytime that you're looking into your data, you're looking into your business initiatives, right? Anytime you're doing that, that's an opportunity to improve the maturity of your data. And you got to take it as an opportunity. So maybe you don't have a data warehouse. Maybe you don't have a data lake. Maybe you're not really doing analytics. You know, you're just doing shallow queries and, and kind of living with that. So there's many opportunities in your business to improve that generally speaking. And I find that whenever there's a business initiative, these days it's about data. All right, I can find the link. You can find the link too between those business initiatives and data. Okay, so anytime there is that business initiative, what you, you can produce with ROI, not only the solution to the initiative, but also upsize the maturity of your data at the same time. As a matter of fact, that's what it's going to take. Even with all this that I've said about we need to be data-driven and how it drives so much, what I still find in most organizations is, okay, but here's a budget to do, to drive this you know, piece of ROI. You know, Maybe it's targeted marketing or predictive maintenance, or you're trying to eliminate fraud, or you're trying to take care of your customers better, et cetera. All the, you know, the usual business initiatives that a business would have. No, that's what you're chartered to do. But you got to find a way as a skilled, you, maybe you work in technology, maybe you don't, but as a skilled person within the business that understands some things about technology, because we all need to wedge in some upsizing of the maturity of data within the business at the same time that you're delivering that initiative, you're delivering ROI back to the business. So this is where true leadership is required today. This is the definition of leadership today in business. It's merging the technology into the business, making sure that the foundation of that business keeps growing and you're not reinventing the wheel every time, coming back to the old ways, having you know everybody doing their stovepipe analysis, right? So what you want to do is bring, bring the analysis together, get people working together to create that analysis together so that it's leverageable for the future. And you're building on top of success and you're not just doing stovepipe operations that will keep you where you are and make it that much harder and that much more inefficient for your company to get where it needs to be for the future, which is going to reward data-driven companies. Unfortunately, our industry is, uh, is not consistent you know, with its terminology. And because of the rise of popularity of this 
idea of being data driven. There's a lot of people out there claiming this or that data expertise that doesn't really have it. So I would say that as you venture out as an individual into this marketplace, maybe I've peaked an idea or you have an idea somewhere and and great, there's some enterprise initiatives that you want to address this with, but you, you don't want to go in cold. You don't want to go in, well, I really don't know what I'm talking about, but I know we've got to do something, right? So you want to improve your own personal education, which I applaud tremendously. Uh, I invest in myself every day. I call it personal R&D, just like we, our company should have R&D. We should have R&D. And we should be willing to get into areas that aren't part of our day-to-day -day responsibility and just kind of branch out. Maybe you won't ever become an expert. Like I will never become an expert at, you name it, <laughs> so many things, right? Cooking, for example. But I like to know some things, right? I eat, right? So I like to know a little bit about, you know, where the food comes from, how it's prepared and that sort of thing. Not that I'm necessarily going to do it, but it helps me just to become a good, well-rounded person. Maybe that's for in the home, right? But in your business, definitely this area of data is the area to improve your knowledge base. If it's if you're an expert at it already, great. There's still more to learn. I'm learning every day for sure. But uh, if you're not, and this is all new to you, there's some terms that I think you should look up and get familiar with. Data warehousing, data analytics, data integration, data quality. Just spend some time with those terms and and let your uh, let your mind wander and and feel free to to click about as you wade into uh, those terms out there. But let me again forewarn you a little bit uh, that my industry has not done a great job at consistent definitions of things. So you might find some different definitions of you know what a data warehousing is. So keep an open mind as you go into this and and be there to learn and start to just start without an objective, just start to think about, well, how might this apply six months down the road, say, to my business? If my business is going to survive, it's going to have to become data-driven. It's going to have to do some of these things. So what is that going to look like? And can I be a part of that? Can I be a part of that successful future? We all want success for our business, right? We don't want to see the business go under. Now, if the business is going to stay afloat, stay great, lead the field and that sort of thing it's going to embrace data somehow some way and i just want everybody listening today to be a part of that maybe you're in technology you can be a big part of it maybe you're more in the business you can be a smaller part of it but you can still be a part of it you can drive those technologists over there you can prod them a little bit to move in this area maybe even guide and lead them because you know what i found over the years doing this many years is that sometimes, actually frequently, it's the technologists that don't want to improve, that don't want to move things forward for the business. They have their technology, things work, you're dependent upon them, et cetera, et cetera. And they're the ones maybe that aren't, even though they know things, they're not necessarily, you know, finding, making those things find their way back into the business. So that may have to be you who comes at this a little bit fresher with fresher eyes and with some new knowledge and uh, together, maybe you can improve the business. So I'd encourage you all to, you know, improve your education around these enterprise data topics.
because it is going to be very important to your business. And if you need any help at this, as you go forward, feel free to contact me. We can do our consultations, etc. Uh, I'm at McKnight CG stands for consulting group.com. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.